Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is True Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober. Encouraging believers to stand on the word of God. And motivating believers to be truth dealers. With a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. Where no matter what time zone you're in, it's truth o'clock. I'm Brian Moonen. I'm sounding the alarm asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. I'm asking myself to wake up and join the battle for truth. This is an epic spiritual battle, as it says in the intro. And the truth is God's word. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. This show, I've got a Bible study that I just put together. The Lord was dealing with me and showing me a lot of different things. We've all heard of necromancy. It's the sin of communicating with the dead, and it's forbidden by God. It's an abomination. And most Christians realize this and know this, and we would not try and do such a thing. Amen? This would be actively seeking out and listening to messages from the dead, the realm of the dead, spiritually speaking. Okay, obviously a dead body is not going to be talking to you. We're talking about the spirit realm, darkness, okay? Spiritually dangerous business that we would not want to be involved in, nor should we be involved in. Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 13, There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. Praise God. So, just to give you the basis there where that forbiddance is found in the Holy Bible, that was it. Now, in the time we're living in now, I was just thinking today as I was um, 
honestly, basically repenting for some things and just trying to purge out some of the leaven that I've allowed back in. A lot of things that are memories, things that I just shouldn't be listening to or dealing with that are from the past, that are from my lost past, okay? And we've all been through this. Some of it's memories. Some of it is you're just going back (laughs) in the past and stuff like that. And it can become a problem when this is what's going on. So what what the Lord was showing me is that I was communicating, I was allowing this stuff from the world, which is of the flesh, which is of the dead, spiritually speaking, to communicate with my old man, and it was feeding my old man. So I was, I was communicating with the dead in a spiritual sense. I'm not sure if everybody's going to catch that. I'm going to go through a lot of verses, and I'm going to try to show you what I'm talking about. Um, I was not trying to talk to my dead relatives. That is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is my old man that is supposed to be crucified and that I'm supposed to be denying and that I'm supposed to be starving. I was not doing that. And I know we all go through this, ups and downs and stuff, and... There's going to be consequences, and the consequences, you drift further away from the Lord, and you become dry. There's a lot of different ways to describe it. Also, it opens you up to other attacks from the enemy. But God is good. His grace is sufficient. He brings us back. He he restores when we do these problems, when we sin, when we drift Okay, and nobody is above anybody else. Everyone goes through different trials, different seasons, and we're not perfect yet. Jesus Christ is perfect, and we are being conformed in his image, and we're being sanctified. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, Let me get into some Bible verses here. Galatians 5, 24 through 25 And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Praise God. Galatians 6.14 But God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. This is what I'm talking about. The world, what fed the old man is not supposed to be feeding anymore. Not supposed to be getting any more communication from that old man. We are to deny and starve those ungodly lusts. Those are messages from the dead, amen? And... You know, it can be anything. It can be it can it can be anything from your past. It doesn't have to be a certain besetting sin, okay? Put it that way. It can be music, it could be shows, it could be memories, it could be any endless list of things that were from your past that you should not be a part of anymore. 
that do not come from the Holy Spirit of God. I'll put it that way. Because God's Word, fellowship with the brethren, prayer, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, Ephesians 5.19 and Colossians 3.16, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. These are things that are good, godly, and feed the inner man, the new man, that will grow by God's grace. The old things feed bad things, okay? And it will bring bad fruit and bad consequences, Romans chapter 6, we're going to read most of the chapter. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also shall walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace." What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness? But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. 
Praise God. And that's where we need to stay. Amen. Otherwise, it's called backsliding. Yield your members to righteousness and, you know, instruments. It's not just talking about musical instruments, although that applies. It could be talking about your tongue, what you and I say, your ears, our eyes, same thing. What communication are we seeking? Is it from the dead? Is it from the lost? Because that's what they are. They're dead in their sins. And many of them will die in their sins and go to hell. And they need to be warned. The only thing we should have to say to the dead is rise up and follow the Lord with me. And I'm not saying you shouldn't speak to your neighbors and love your neighbors and give them some muffins or anything like that. What I'm talking about is seeking out the entertainment, the holidays, the spirit, and living as a part of it and following it and promoting it and copying it and being a part with it and of it and partaking in that unclean and unregenerate spirit, which is the spirit of Antichrist that is at work in the world. So you could be loving your neighbor and talking to them about everything, but then when they say, hey, you want to go down and catch this movie with me? Oh, it's a reprobate movie? No. Want to listen to this? Want to watch that? Want to go do this? No. I'm not a part of that anymore. In the world and not of the world. Galatians chapter 2, 17 through 21. But if, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners, is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I, through the law, am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Praise God. So I'm, I'm going through these verses because these are a lot of the ones that give the idea that the word flesh is speaking of our lost. We're dead in sin before salvation, sinful things, sinful actions, okay? That's what I'm reviewing right here. And it also is to show you from the Bible and to remind you and to remind myself, we are called to not go back to that. That's the point. As much as we would like to think, well, God understands and this isn't as bad as that. And there's all these degrees of things. 
Well, let me tell you that what the Lord has shown me today, something I already knew, I believe he's reminding me. This is not easy to, to come on and tell people, by the way. I'm not, I don't want a pat on the back. I'm just saying that. This is honesty. <laughs> we got to be real. These things happen. And I can't help anyone else if I don't explain this to you. James 5.16 says, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. God is calling us away from the flesh. He's calling us away from our dead old man and from memories and from a lot of, frankly, preferences and like things that where you say liberty and liberty, you know, not all things are good for us. Not all things are expedient. First things, first Corinthians 10, 23 says, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. And again, that is not talking about sin. What I'm talking about is actually communicating and receiving the messages that are coming from the lost world, which is a spiritual realm. Back from the past, digging them up and bringing them back, that's wrong and that's dangerous and it certainly edifies not. Amen? But I mean, even in even within the realm of things where people say, well, I have liberty and that... But you need to listen, even there, all things edify not. You can be brought under the power of things that are not necessarily sinful inherently, but they can be a stumbling block to you or slow down or bring you back to a left turn where you need to repent because it becomes sin if it's idolatrous. And these are gray areas for a lot of people. And we could step into that. That's a shadow, a gray area. You're not walking in the light. The light is bright. The road is narrow. The broad road is all gray and dark. A lot of dark, some gray. But the Word of God illuminates our path and lights our way. And the Word of God is very clear and direct. And when you get into that gray area... When you get into that zone, that's your flesh. Just admit it. That's because you want, I want, and we get off track. And there's going to be consequences. And only God can correct us. I'm going to read Romans chapter 8, verse 1 through 14 for some more truth. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. 
For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God, sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Praise God. Now, if you're paying attention to that, if you can, the way I'm reading it, imperfectly as it is, there's so much there. It's self-explanatory. Skip back and listen to it two or three times. I have nothing to add to that. It says what it says, and I praise God for what it says. Romans 13, verse 14, But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. Straight up command. Straight up. James 1.8, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. James 2.26, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. And this is why we need to be born again. Jesus said, ye must be born again. The first birth is carnal, is physical. Your bodily birth, being born again of the Spirit from above, is an act, a work, a miracle of God. And you're receiving the Holy Spirit. When you repent and believe the gospel that Jesus Christ, the holy, sinless Son of God, came and was born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, he never sinned. He went and took the punishment on the cross for sin because the wages of sin is death. Capital punishment. He took the punishment that I deserved and that you deserved and died in our place. 
substitutionary death. He took the punishment that we deserved. And he died and he was buried. And he rose again on the third day. Praise God. James 4, 4 through 10. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do ye think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning, and let your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Again, he's the only one that can help us with this battle, this struggle. The Lord. And you and I need to humble and submit ourselves to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. We're not supposed to join hands with him, the devil, and just have one hand with him and one hand with God. That isn't even close to what we're commanded to do, and that isn't close to what God has promised to do, and that isn't what God does at all. 1 Peter 2, 11 through 12. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they might by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. See, there's supposed to be a big difference between the lost, the old man, and the saved, the regenerate, new, born-again man. They're two different people. You're a new creature in Christ. You don't want to go back and put on the old creature. Shame on us for ever doing that. 1 John 2.15-17 through 17, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Praise God. And people have a mistake too. They oftentimes think of lust, they immediately think of sexual sins and everything like that. That is not the only time lust plays a role 
All sin comes because we're led astray by our own lust. James 1.4 says, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Again, Romans 13.14, But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh, to fulfill the lust thereof. Amen. Galatians 6, verse 7 through 8. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Praise God. And, you know, again, these things are not things that are always one, two, three, overnight. You make a mistake or you go, and the next day you die physically. You will go away. You will drift away from the Lord, sometimes very slowly. God is long-suffering. God is merciful. And he wants us to learn and come draw nigh to him, and he will draw nigh to us. But you can put distance between yourself and your heavenly Father. These are not things that will cause you to lose your salvation if you're truly saved. What I'm talking about is grieving the Holy Spirit and failing, really failing. Ephesians 2, verse 1 through 10. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. 
See, we, we who are saved, we live, but it's Christ that liveth within us. We're supposed to be surrendering our life to him and living for him and t trying all things and testing all things by his standards, not by our likes and dislikes. Not at all. Colossians 3, verse 1 through 7. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. See the past tense there. It's in the past. So what I'm talking about with communicating with the dead is when we go back to the, the things that we used to favor or things that we used to allow or things that we had and did before God saved us or even things that God as we've grown, has shown us and we've put away in our walk with him. Not because our flesh wanted to, but because God, by his Holy Spirit, convicted us and showed us and called us away from it. But either way, none of this could be discerned until you're saved because the natural man receiveth not the things of God, so oftentimes, not all the times, but some of those things are of the dead. Some of those things should be buried with your old man, and you shouldn't dig them up, and I shouldn't dig them up. Or we'll hinder the Lord in the work he wants to do in our heart, period, because it's, it's sin. It's messages and spiritually dead things that we should not be ingesting. I have one analogy. We have a sister in Christ that's on a special diet. And there's some things they can eat and some things they don't eat. So let's say you're doing this diet for three or four months and your body is all keyed in and, and it's, it's reacting. Everything's going the right way. And all of a sudden you go crazy, you just start eating all the other stuff. Are you going to keep going forward? Or are you going to cause your body to have a bad reaction and you're going to go backwards? You're going to be sick. You're going to be ill. Don't give ground to the enemy. It's another way to say it. Don't be like the dog that returns to the vomit. These are all things that have been, God's been showing me, reminding me. It's just the truth. We need these reminders, all of us. That's why the Lord put it in his word 
so many exhortations and warnings. Amen? Ephesians 4, 17 through 32. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, Speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Praise God. God is so good. Luke nine twenty-three through 26. And he said unto them all, this is Jesus speaking. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantaged if he gain the whole world and lose himself? or be cast away. For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed, when he shall come in his own glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. Luke nine fifty nine, And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but 
First, let me go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. And again in Matthew 8, 22, But Jesus said unto him, Follow me, and let the dead bury their dead. Praise God. We don't communicate with the dead. Amen. I'm just so thankful to God for his mercy and his grace and for his word. His word is so helpful and truthful and true. And it's black and white. Let us hear it. Let us put it deep, deep into our hearts and let the Lord use his word in our hearts to change our hearts. Amen. These are hard times. We've been through a few years of really strange things, a lot of personal tragedies too that nobody knows about. And everyone, you know, all of us, my listeners, our family, your family, there's a lot that's been going on. And then there's a lot that's going to go on. We all know it. And the spiritual warfare going on. And it's very easy to want to lay back and kind of retreat and go into your memories or go, I mean, I'm telling you from my own experience, I'm not being shy about it. I'm confessing this to you. And this will slow you down and this will put you back in a bad place where your sword will be dull. And wouldn't the devil love that? Mostly important is to try to help the young people to realize this new age Christ that's being presented, who doesn't want anybody to change, who doesn't care, just takes everything and everyone acts like the world. That's not the Jesus Christ of the Bible. The Lord Jesus Christ is in the Bible. That's where his words and teachings are. That's where his doctrine is. And if you're not reading the Bible, you're far, far, far away from his mind and his truth and his Holy Spirit-inspired warnings and instructions. And you'll drift. And so I'm exhorting the body of Christ, the saved brothers and sisters that are out there, now is not the time for us to retreat. Let's all get right with God and fall back on his grace. I just want to thank you all for listening. I appreciate your prayers and your prayers for my family. Be strong in the Lord. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's truth o'clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at TruthDealer-Radio.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.